Okay. So our dilemma today involves fasting on Yom Kippur, as the high holidays are very fast approaching. So here's a situation uh, that happened. Um, we know that fasting on Yom Kippur is a very big obligation, a big mitzvah. However, if somebody, God forbid, is unwell to the point where there could be a risk to their health, uh, they are exempt from fasting. In fact, they're not allowed to fast. You have to eat on Yom Kippur if you are sick to the point where fasting could endanger you. So there was a particular doctor, a Jewish doctor, who, in his opinion, a certain disease was not life-threatening, was not so serious, and therefore anyone who asked him who had this disease, should I fast on Yom Kippur, he would say, yes, you should fast on Yom Kippur, it's not, a, not an issue, it's not a problem, it's not such a dangerous disease. That was his opinion. His opinion was different to many other doctors' opinions. In fact, most other doctors felt that this particular disease was dangerous, and therefore somebody who had it, should not fast on Yom Kippur if they had this disease. But this doctor was a dissenting opinion, as there, there often happens in the medical world. He believed that this disease is not so serious, and therefore you should fast on Yom Kippur. Now, what happens on, if somebody, God forbid, is not well? So you have to ask your doctor for their opinion, uh, and then ask the rabbi. So if, if the doctor says this, what do we do? So if your doctor says it's not, a, not an issue, not a problem, not a danger, so the, the rabbi will, will say, well, according to that doctor's opinion, you're fine. However, when other doctors disagree, well, if you ask other doctors, you might get a different opinion. So in this particular case, this doctor was of the opinion that this, this particular disease was not serious enough to warrant somebody to break the fast on Yom Kippur. You should fast even if you have the disease. Well, as um, divine providence would have it, the poetic license that God has, this doctor got this disease just before Yom Kippur. This very disease that he felt was not serious, he contracted it just before Yom Kippur. So the doctor went to his rabbi and said, do I have to fast on Yom Kippur? I've got this disease, which I personally feel is not serious, but most doctors say it is. It is it's a dangerous disease. So therefore, should I not follow the majority opinion? Majority of doctors say it's a problem, so I shouldn't fast on Yom Kippur because I've got this disease. Well, hang on a minute. You're the doctor that says it's not a serious problem when other people ask you. But suddenly when you've got this disease, you're asking the question, well, other doctors say it is a serious disease, so I shouldn't fast. What do we say to this doctor? <laughs> if what's good enough for the goose is good for the gander, no? So what, if, if for others you're saying it's not serious and now for yourself you're saying it is, well, he says, well, I'm only one opinion. There's, there's many other opinions out there and most of them disagree with me. I'm, I'm the minority opinion that says it's not a serious uh, disease. Majority say it is. So therefore, shouldn't I follow the majority? Interesting. Well, fascinatingly, there is quite a clear precedent for such a question straight out of the Talmud. In Tractate of Vodazara, uh, one of the sections of the Talmud, there's the following story. Listen closely and, and tell me if you think that this will answer the doctor's question whether he needs to fast or not. Um, one of the great rabbis of the Talmud, Rav Yehuda, would allow people to smear ointment on their eyes if they had an eye infection on Shabbos. Generally speaking, on Shabbos one should not smear ointments unless 
there is a danger to life, a serious danger. So, generally speaking, you don't smear ointments, but Rabbi Yehuda would allow people to smear ointments on an infected eye, which suggests that Rabbi Yehuda believes that an infected eye has potential, you know, potentially life-threatening. So, therefore, you need to do something that would otherwise not be allowed on Shabbos to look after your eye. That's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Rav Shmuel said that anybody who listens to Rav Yehuda in this is breaking Shabbos. In other words, Rav Shmuel's opinion was that an eye infection is not threatening, not life-threatening, and so therefore you don't need to smear ointment on Shabbos, you can wait till after Shabbos, and anyone who smears ointment on Shabbos, like Rav Yehuda says, is actually breaking Shabbos, is, is breaking Shabbos itself. So was Rav Shmuel's opinion. And wouldn't you know, but what happened? This Rav Shmuel got an infected eye. And it was Shabbos. So Rav Shmuel sent a message to Rav Yehuda saying, am I allowed to smear my eye with ointment on Shabbos or not? This is Rav Shmuel, who till now was saying that if you smear ointment on your eye, you're breaking Shabbos. Now when he gets an infection in his eye, he asks Rav Yehuda, he sends a message to Rav Yehuda, am I allowed to or not allowed to smear ointment on my eye? Rav Yehuda's answer was, everybody else is allowed to smear ointment on their eye on Shabbos. You are not allowed to. And continues Rabbi Huda, do you think I made this up? Do you think I was the one who said that you can smear ointment on your eye on Shabbos of my own accord? No, I'm quoting Mar Shmuel. Mar Shmuel is different to Rav Shmuel, who he's talking to. Mar Shmuel was a senior rabbi who had an incident. Mar Shmuel had a certain maidservant in his home and she got an infection in her eye on Shabbos. And she was screaming in pain, but nobody heard her. Nobody realized. She, she was in a part of the house. Nobody heard what she, what she was going through. And she was screaming out in pain. So no one came to help her. And because no one came to help, in, in her great pain, her eye actually popped out of her head <laughs> as a result of this. And so the next day, Marshmul went out and taught that an eye that is infected, you can treat it on Shabbos. It is such a serious thing. I saw it with my own eyes, pardon the pun, that, that th this is a serious thing. You cannot leave it. If, a, if an eye is infected on Shabbos, you have to deal with it immediately, even use, utilizing things that otherwise would be, would be prohibited on Shabbos. Why? Says, says Marshmallow, why do you have to do this? Because, listen to this quote, that the eyes are directly connected to the heart. So this is Marshmallow, that what's going on in the eyes is a reflection of what's going on in the heart, just like we know that the heart is a vital organ, and if you're having heart issues, that's an emergency, you need to deal with it on Shabbos. So to the eye is a display of what's going on in the heart, and therefore if there's issues in the eye, that is an emergency. You do not hesitate on Shabbos, you break Shabbos to, to, to deal with your, the eye issues. So says Marshmul. Just parenthetically, that statement of the Talmud written 1500 years ago, that the eye is a display of what's going on in the heart, is actually 
very much backed up by modern medicine, but there are many, many conditions of the heart that can be diagnosed by observing the eye, uh, including hypertension, uh, blocked arteries. It can be seen on the eye. It's displayed uh, in, in the eye, in the blood cells of the eye, what's going on in the heart. The sages of the Talmud understood this 1,500 years ago. So what do we see from this section of the Talmud? You had Shmuel, Rav Shmuel, who disagreed with Rav Yehuda and said, how can you treat an eye on Shabbos? If you do that, you're breaking Shabbos. But then when he had the exact experience of that, he had a, a, an infected eye on Shabbos, and he asked Rav Yehuda, am I allowed to treat it or not? Rav Yehuda said, everyone else is allowed to, but you're not allowed to. Why? Because you, Rav Shmuel, you hold that it's prohibited. You, you, by you saying it's prohibited, so therefore on you it is prohibited. Everybody else can follow my opinion, says Rav Yehuda, but you disagree with my opinion, so you cannot treat your eye on Shabbos. Why not? Why can't he? Why can't he listen to Rav Yehuda's opinion? Because there's a concept in Halacha that says that if a person takes upon themselves a prohibition, maybe others disagree with that prohibition, but you are bound by it. If you say it's prohibited, it's prohibited to you, even if others disagree with you. So, therefore, can we not apply this exact logic to our case with the doctor? The doctor believes that this particular condition is not endangered, doesn't endanger your life, and therefore he's told people in the past, you should fast in Yom Kippur with this condition. When the doctor himself caught that exact disease, so now he's asking a question, do I follow my opinion or the majority opinion? Well, wouldn't we answer him just like we like Rav Yehuda answered Rav Shmuel? Everybody else shouldn't fast on Yom Kippur with this condition, but you have to because you say that it's not dangerous. It seems from this, from this section of the Talmud, that would be the case. But we have to analyze this discussion between Rav Yehuda and Rav Shmuel because how could it even make sense? How could... You have to say that the halacha is different for you than from, everybody, than from everybody else. It's true that if somebody takes on a prohibition for themselves, so even though that may not be prohibited to other people, it's prohibited to you, that's, that's, that's true. But here we're dealing with pikuach nefesh, with a danger to life. How could Rav Yehuda say to Rav Shmuel, you've got an eye infection, I know from Mara Shmuel's episode with the maidservant whose eye popped out of her head that the eye is an expression of what's going on deeper in the heart and therefore it is life-threatening. I know that is a fact. That's what the majority of all of us say. But you, Rav Shmuel, you believe otherwise, so therefore you are prohibited to treat your eye on Shabbos? How could he say that? You're putting his life on the line. And we know that all prohibitions are put aside in order to save a life. So even if Rav Shmuel on, on, on himself believes that, the, that, that, that it's prohibited to treat an eye on Shabbos, that's, that's his prohibition. But Rav Yehuda knows that his life is now in danger. How can he tell him you're not allowed to treat your eye and uh, you, you, have to, um, you, have to, you have to suffer? How can he say such a thing? So one of the commentaries on this explains Rav Yehuda's statement. He was being dramatic when he said, Everybody else is allowed to treat their eye on Shabbos. You're not allowed to. He wasn't actually giving his legal opinion there. He was making a dramatic statement. Of course, Rav Shmuel, just like everybody else, has to treat his eye on Shabbos. You have to. It's, your life is in danger. But what, what, what Rav Yehuda was saying to Shmuel was a bit of a rebuke. 
and saying that you made this bold statement that anyone who listens to Rabbi Hood and treats their eye on Shabbos is breaking Shabbos. You did that without researching the background of what I'd said. I was quoting Marshmul, who had medical evidence that there's, that there's a danger here. And so therefore, you making this grandiose statement, what you deserve is to not, not be able to, to treat your eye on Shabbos. Of course, you should treat your eye on Shabbos. You're like everybody else. But he said in a, in a way of rebuke, everybody else is allowed to treat the eye on you and you shouldn't be allowed to. But of course, you actually should. Because in the case of Pikuach Nefesh, of saving a life, we, we go over all, all prohibitions almost, and certainly this one. So therefore, the, the same we would say to our doctor, that we would say that, you, that the fact that he was telling people that this is not a life-threatening disease, well, that was his opinion. Was he allowed to have that opinion? Well, every doctor can have their opinion, but he should be aware that if all other doctors or majority of other doctors are disagreeing with him, so then to be strict on Yom Kippur, to fast on Yom Kippur, rather than to be strict about Pikuach Nefesh, saving a life, he may have been doing the wrong thing. And therefore, uh, we would rebuke him as well and say, to tell people to fast when other doctors, all other doctors say, say not, it's, it's a questionable thing whether he should be doing that. However, in the case of himself, when he has this disease and now he's asking the question, should he fast or should he not fast? We would treat him like everybody else and we would tell them what the law is. And that is, if the majority of doctors are saying, don't fast, so then you don't fast. In fact, even if a minority of doctors are saying, don't fast, you still wouldn't fast. Because if, if there is a, a, a decent uh, cross-section of the medical community saying that this is dangerous, that's enough to, to make it dangerous and therefore not to have to fast. And so our doctor here shouldn't fast on Yom Kippur. Is he doing the right thing? The fact that he asked the question in the first place, is he just being a hypocrite? When other people asked him about this condition, he said, you, you have to fast on Yom Kippur. Now suddenly when he has it, he's going and asking a question. Should I fast or not? Why, why is he different to anybody else? Was he being a hypocrite? I actually don't think so. I think he was doing the right thing. Because when making a decision for yourself, you can sometimes be biased or not, not look, look at things quite straight. It's very hard to make a judgment on oneself. And so if you're a doctor, to pronounce a diagnosis on somebody else, well, you're a removed party and you, you can give that statement. But to say about yourself is, is very different. Same with a rabbi, same with anybody who's making decisions. To make a decision about somebody else's life when you are removed from it, you can be unbiased and make a judgment. About your own situation, you don't always see it straight. And so always you should seek out the advice of somebody on the outside before making a decision, even on something that you consider yourself an expert. This is true of medical issues, spiritual issues, business issues. It's always wise to get the advice of somebody else when you are uh, involved personally in the matter. So therefore, the doctor did the right thing to ask the question. And the answer he'll get is that he should not fast on Yom Kippur because that is what other doctors say, that, that, that it, it is a danger. And he should maybe also consider or reconsider his opinion in the light of what other doctors say. May we all be healthy. May we all be able to uh, fast confidently on Yom Kippur and uh, in good health and only blessings. Thank you, Rabbi. Thanks a lot.